I remember mm. in secondary school, yeah. one of my friends even said this to me. It's a comment I'll never forget that she said, but she said to me when we were changing after pee and that we were in the bathrooms, there was mirrors. She was like, you're actually really pretty, you know? You're really pretty, but your body doesn't match. And I was ah. like, I didn't even know how to no. receive it. it was, I'm sorry, It was meant what? to be like... Welcome to another podcast episode. I am Renee, your host for I Am Beautiful Talks. And today we are joined with the lovely Naila and Jasmine. Hello. I'll give you guys like a maybe 10 second, just who you are and what you guys do. I know the majority of people probably know you now on social media, okay. especially amidst, you know, um, the as recently, post yeah. as of recently <laughs> um, with UK Gossip TV. But you guys tell us who you are and then let's get into some interesting Okay. Okay. So, who's going to go first? I go first. Yeah, Naila, you go I'll first. I'll go first. So, my name's Naila Riley. I am a qualified personal trainer, fitness enthusiast, and Woo-hoo. I'm also a nursery teacher as well. So, I dabble and dabble in a few things. No way. Yeah, so I'm a nursery teacher. I work weekdays, nursery teacher, and then I no juggle training clients and way. stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a really, really rewarding job. It's very mm-hmm, nice, mm-hmm. and it definitely has taught me how to love and just you know children you have to bring good energy mm, good vibes to them it. so that's kind of why I'm just so all the time just wanting to spread love yeah. and just be happy and that kind of stuff it makes sense no. <laughs> oh yeah. my energy crew. wow nice okay mm-hmm. and Jasmine go for it yeah so I am a community empowerment specialist mm-hmm. so I run projects in my community a lot of um girls groups a lot of working with mums as well mm-hmm. but by profession I am a hairstylist and skin therapist we can tell I specialize in creative hairstyle and natural hair care as well Wicked. and I'm a mother of two children oh. two little girls yes beautiful yes beautiful kids wow well mm-hmm. I'm shocked by what you guys are saying because I didn't know half of this. But this is good. Um, So as you guys know, we're all about, you know, empowerment. We're all about being confident in who you are. um, Making sure that you're aware as well of who you profess to be and just being Mm -hmm. the person you want to be in society. But if we just take it back just maybe a little bit to like childhood, um, everyone who's watching this, I know if you guys are from the UK, we all have to do PE at school. Yes. Whether you want to do cross country or not, you have to do it. Whether you want to do PE lessons, you have to do it. Do you guys feel like you were always into fitness or was this something that's come out as of recent? How did you get into it? Do you know what? I've always really been very fit and athletic, even from young, from Mm. like primary to secondary to college. I was in basketball team, netball team, athletics team, um, football for a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, I would go... Um, I would go to dance school and do dance lessons and stuff like that. So I've always been active, keeping fit. Um, I recently just started riding my bike again as well, which no is way. completely throwing it back to the days where I used yes, to ride no. around my neighbourhood. <laughs> yes. I used to always be around on my bike. So I've always been pretty much quite fit. It's yeah. only when I started to get to probably about second year college uni I started being more involved in like my friends and going mm. out and that kind of stuff so the the fit side kind of kind of so went down. away yeah, yeah but yeah. then when I was in uni I found fitness and mm-hmm. gym and take I really started taking care of myself yeah. and that's when I really started pushing this fitness thing like properly yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow okay cool 
Jasmine, what about you? Um, so, yeah, I was actually having this conversation today, me and Naila, because mm. I was like, I remember secondary school, mm. I used to always be playing netball. Um, my mom lives in West London, like Labrick Grove. So there was like the football pitches at yeah. the end of the road. So always playing football, yeah. into dancing. Used to go to like a lot of the dance clubs and stuff. But that was primary school. Secondary school, I had an injury oh, in like really? my leg and my hip. So it restricted me from doing like any physical movement. Was that from um, fitness or something separate it, to this? So the actual injury itself is like a um, football related injury. No yeah, way. like only, I think it's like one in 10,000 footballers get it. Yeah, but what? I'm, I'm not a footballer. <laughs> I wasn't a footballer. No. I mean, you must but have been. It literally, the, the injury that happened was just common amongst, um, well, common-ish amongst yeah. um, footballers. So when I had my injury, um, when I was about 12, year eight it was, yeah. I didn't do any PE, nothing from year eight up until a couple of years ago, really. No Literally, I was really restricted with my movement, my mm -hmm. hip. And yeah. Did you have to do like physiotherapy or anything? Yeah, I had to go to physiotherapy. Um, in the end, they put like metal in my um, hip and my leg you just to like hold everything me. together. Yeah. So even this fitness whole this whole journey has really been getting to know my body, mm, overstand my body. Yeah, mm. and just just pushing that. Um, you know, doctors and whatever put a limitation on me, and I put a limitation on myself. Yeah. As a child, you know. Yeah. So it's just been um, a big, interesting journey of just getting to know my body and understand mm. what I can do. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Usually sometimes when people go through some kind of injury, that's it. We don't hear from them again mm. or they kind of just backpedal. Kind of <laughs> yeah, but for you safe. to go through something yeah. um, which massively affects fitness full stop and to keep mm. going is... I mean, it's telling of who you are as well. Yeah, That's great. Oh, I mean, yes, thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, speaking of though, obviously going back again, teenage years, now linking it into things such as like self-love and self-confidence. How do you guys think that was molded around that time? Do you feel as though you were quite conscious of how you were physically? Um, or do you think it was something which, I mean, it never occurred to you throughout those you know, younger years. What do you guys think? Um, around like, I would say primary school and younger, it didn't really occur to me because I don't think people really focus on those things. Yeah. Like you're just enjoying mm. being a child and being young. Yeah. But then when I got to secondary school, I started realizing that I was bigger than a lot of people, mm -hmm. not even just in size, but height as well. And then mm. hands, um, the size of my hands, the size of my feet. So I started realizing certain stuff about myself. Mm. And around those times, I can't really say I got much attention from males either because I went to a predominantly white school. So mm -hmm. I kind of just kind of faded into the background, yeah. which is a bit crazy because when people see me now and how like loud and outgoing I am, it's like, yeah. where does she come from? But I've always, <laughs> had it, I've always had it in me, but it's like, it's a yeah. side I only showed to, I guess, people that I was really close with yeah. and like around quite a lot. But um, yeah, secondary school, I, 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 I started to have insecurities and mm. college as well. I started to be quite insecure about my size. As I said, I've always been bigger. So it's just been something that, especially when people would point it out and stuff like that as well, yeah. it's something that could definitely affect my self-worth and then um experiences that I would have with let's say guys over the years as well yeah it definitely had an impact on my self-love as well because I feel like I didn't 
I didn't really know my worth. Like I knew I was like, let's say attractive because people would tell me, but yeah. whether I generally believed it and you felt can. it inside that, you know what, I am beautiful, I'm a queen, I'm strong, I'm powerful, all those things. Yeah. I can't say I knew that since young and that's why I really like to promote fitness to women especially because it started with me going gym but then from me going gym I started to invest a lot more time it's an investment yeah. I started to invest a lot more time yeah. in growing not even just physically but mentally having a good um mentality and perspective on life in general and then when I started to really change those things and how I viewed myself that's when I can say I really started to see like a shift in my life and like mm. even the type of people I, so I was surrounded by and certain things like that so yeah. that makes a yeah, massive it difference makes a as huge, well 100%. a huge huge big, difference. Big difference I feel like it's so important to surround yourself with people who are on the same wavelength as you yep. and who are aligned with your vision and your purpose as well which is how I feel like me and Jasmine have been able to come become so close because there's definitely an alignment there and we mm -hmm. definitely kind of have the same vision in terms of really being true to yourself as well and shining in your light but also spreading that love because once you, I see it as once you have love for yourself it's then your not your job but your purpose to spread that to other people to kind of make them want to love themselves more and other mm. people more as well. So true. So. And even when you get to that stage, it almost doesn't feel like a job either. Because yeah. It's almost it's oozing natural. out of you. It's natural. It just you comes give it. like it's like yeah. when you're generally happy and you have joy inside of yourself, you just want to just Contagious sprinkle it around. Well. Like you just yeah. want to sprinkle it around to everyone. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've had a bit of a mix. So you started off confident should I say knowing like you know everyone's in the same boat no one really cares yeah who looks like who green hair whatever it is yeah and then when you get secondary school you're that's more when aware. I was hit with reality when it was like mm. secondary school what, yeah, like, Jasmine, as well like you know in school children mm. can be pretty mean yeah like, yes and yes. I was a big girl like mm. from school school days I was like very overweight mm. um so people would say things about my body. But as a child, mm. you're just there doing up childhood. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you yeah. know? So, what do you know about love handles yeah. and this and that yeah. as a child? You don't know. You're just there so and you're just yourself. Vibe it's changing. when people start addressing certain things and especially like if males are making certain comments mm, and yeah. stuff like that, that's when you become like, oh, okay, like aware, okay. Do you know what I mean? But, this is um, what's different about me. I mm. remember in secondary school, yeah. one of my friends even said this to me. It's a comment I'll never forget that she said, but she said to me when we were changing after pee and that we were in the bathrooms, there was mirrors. She was like, you're actually really pretty, you know? You're really pretty, but your body doesn't match. And I was ah. like, I didn't even know how to no. receive it. Because it was, I'm sorry, it was meant what? to be like my genuine friend. Wow. And the way that just hit me was just like the fact that it was coming from a friend. Mm. And I generally believe that she didn't feel like she was being like shady or like mm. bullying in any sort of way. She was just like sharing her opinion. But it was like for someone that already struggled with, you know, that self-confidence, especially about my body and yeah. my image. It was a bit like, so are you trying to say that like. Not that I'm a lost cause, but that it's like you could have been this, but yeah. because, I mean, you're set like this and you look like this, it's like you're not reaching not your potential. To... It's not enough, exactly. So even the little comments like that and the things that, you know, people would say as 
kids we are kids and yeah. I know that they don't even someone when they're expressing that they might not even understand how much is going to impact that person yeah. but yeah secondary school was definitely like a, a wake-up call for me in terms of let's say how society viewed me yeah. and how yeah. things worked in society in terms of popularity as I said because I was an ethnic minority mm. around those times especially it was like there wasn't many people I felt like I could like I could connect with or be around as well people wasn't you know rushing to hang out with me and being around me so I feel like all of that stuff I don't I don't let it get me down because I see it as character building I feel Mm -hmm. like that was meant to show me and teach me a lesson about you know about how cool when the harsh reality of life but also how important it is to just really stand true to who you are and not let necessarily your surroundings impact let's say how you feel about yourself and just you know shine in your own light and just be true to who you are and I feel like as I said once I really started just being true to myself that's when I felt my a shift in my self-confidence and love and esteem and all of those things. I can't get over that comment. Yeah, it's crazy. I promised you years ago, but I never forgot. Were you still friends with her? No, I'm not friends with her. No, I was friends with her. Like, this was my friend. In school, you don't know as well. In school, in my school, there wasn't many black girls. So, like, I didn't have a lot of options anyway. (laughs) So, it's like, I just had to, I just had to roll with it. But it definitely stuck with me. How did this then start to play a part in your early adult experiences then the idea of navigating between okay I'm now becoming a bit more confident in who I am Mm -hmm. we've gone through the phase of okay people are second guessing whether I'm Mm -hmm. beautiful or not how did this start merging into early adult life um when I became an adult I just decided that I wasn't going to care like I'm not going to let not you can't expect that everyone in life is going to love you It's a bit unrealistic. Like, there's always going to be people where you might not be their cup of tea. Like, see how me and um, Jasmine have so much energy. That for some people, you you know, might be (laughs) be too much for them. them, But it's not about my my outlook on life is it's not about pleasing them it's about pleasing myself and Mm. being true to myself and being happy so when Mm. I just started to think I just don't care about what other people think I don't care if you don't like my body I like my body I've learned to love my body so if you don't like it I guess you don't have to look at me (laughs) or see me so once I started to think like that it kind of really boosted my confidence especially Mm -hmm. as well because I just decided that I was going to do me yeah what about you Jess um yeah, I was going to say, like, for me, one of the mottos that I applied into my early stages of adulthood and just that womanhood was because mm. um, I struggled a lot with my self-esteem and mm. actually being a confident woman. Like People would say to me, you're so confident, da, da, da. but deep down, like confidence, I feel like is a hat you can wear that mm. hat. 100%. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. when you look in the mirror stripped down with bare face, without the whatever Mm. um because I used to hide behind a lot of weave and Mm -hmm. and braids and whatever whatever and makeup like I started to um yeah just tell myself every single day that I'm beautiful at first I didn't even believe it like I'd look in the mirror and be like raw like you're actually dead like I believed in my heart yeah like this is the level of insecurities that I had like and especially I think because when you've been in like toxic relationships and certain males try and like crush you down so I just started confessing every day using the power of my tongue 
And it. I started, I remember I started a new course, like a barbering and hairdressing course. And I said, I'm going to start that course with no makeup, no nothing. No mm. one don't know me there. So they're not going to ask me if I'm <laughs> ill. Yeah. Like, are you right? Are you, you know? <laughs> like, so I just went through and I said, you know what? I'm going to own myself. I'm yeah. going to love myself. Even I believe in the power of the tongue. Like yeah. the tongue is, is, exactly. is so, so many seeds. So I said, I even though I don't believe this statement now that I am beautiful, what I'm going to do is declare it, use the power of my tongue, exercise the power that lays in my tongue mm. until I start to actually believe in and this statement. Well. Yeah, mm. and feel it. And then over time, it was like, yo, yes, man, I love you me know, a bit of me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, sir. Honestly, it's, and it's a hard journey. That's the thing. Like you said, you can put on a face of confidence and deep down you're... I feel like I, you know? I was like that for a yeah. good while. I could definitely... Because I, I, I'm someone who would... I entertain people. I like to... I've got big personality, so I, I'm always doing the most. I'm always moving around or whatever, yeah. whatever. And sometimes I would do all of that. And you know, you, you deep it when you, you do get a lot of compliments from people. They're saying, wow, how do you have so much confidence? And you're yeah. thinking... Yes, you don't even know what's <laughs> going on behind you. closed yeah. doors. But not that it, it's not just a facade because literally, just like Jasmine said, it's I see it as law of attraction and manifesting as well. Like mm. I really push those things out, telling yourself daily affirmations, self-love mm. affirmations, those kind of things, and that you keep feeding it to your spirit. You feed it to your spirit, and generally, you will start to see it. You will things start will to change. believe it as well. Mm. So. Yeah. I agree, hundred percent agree. Power of the tongue is just yeah, it's powerful. It's if very only powerful. people knew, yeah. if only people knew. Um, touching back, Jasmine, on your comment you made about relationships and mm. obviously entering a stage of maybe being around toxic men or toxic guys, should I say? Can you tell us a bit more about this? Um, because I know you've got things on social media in regards yeah. to things that you're involved in with domestic violence. But for those of you, for those of us, should I say, that may not know your story, can you tell us a bit? Um, so, like, yeah, in a nutshell, mm. I was caught up in, like, the cycle of abuse. Yeah. So um, my relationship, so I've got two daughters. Mm -hmm. um, my first daughter's dad, like, I feel like that really set the tone for me. Like, it was, it was quite unhealthy. We was young as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're young and touching back on what we're taught, taught in school, you're not taught in school that you're valued, that you're loved, that mm, you should yeah. be treated a certain way. And these are the red flags, warning signs. We're not taught all yeah, of that. So you can all. walk into something very naive, very blind and just seeking that validation in in man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> that's where I, I was. And um, my relationship with my daughter's dad, it turned um, physically. So it ended up in that physical abuse um and that one time of him being physical towards me was enough for me to just leave west london and move to essex wow. yeah by god's grace but mm. that was a that actually because that set the tone like that was my first relationship yeah got child with do you know what i mean so then i found myself just with toxic men like mm. abusive men whether the abuse was physical or not it was mm. like the whole aggress aggression, I would attract a lot of like aggressive, angry guys yeah. that didn't actually um, have the capacity for like me as a person that yeah. always try to suppress me or, yeah. you know, just try and stop me from actually soaring and flapping my wings and just being me. Mm. Um, so 
yeah, like obviously now I've done a lot of watering, a lot mm. of fueling myself, a lot of um, self analyzation as well. Because yeah. even for a woman, when you when you do find yourself in these cycles with these kind of men, as a woman, it's like okay, so what what are you doing? What are your boundaries? Yeah. What, what kind of man are you attracting? Yeah. So I had to even change my tastes. I had, to, yeah. I had to change my taste <laughs> and like I was that. told from very like young yeah. from very young change your taste Jasmine but I like the type of guy <laughs> I like the guy you know but that type yeah. of guy comes with you Other know things. certain baggage and mm -hmm. everyone's got their own demons and own things that they're you know overcoming but we have to be very mindful as women the kind of men that we allow into our lives and into our space, our space and yeah. Yeah. who we connect to ourselves with because it is a connection yeah oh so, this yeah, is that's it. a bit of that <laughs> <laughs> i think sometimes we go into relationships and although we see ourselves as two separate people there's a lot which you're like you said you're attracting and drawing in from the other person yeah. subconsciously you have no idea that whether it's certain character traits or certain habits that you start picking up. I've seen um, that happen. And it's so important to be aware of who your partner is. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I'm glad you touched on it. In schools, we don't really talk about mm -hmm. relationships. I mean, we do, what, sex education? Did we even? I can't remember if I even did I that. I feel like if it was, it was minimal. Yeah. And yeah. In terms of like the real lessons that I feel like it's important to educate the, mm. the younger generation, the youth about, they're just not Isn't getting that. Like you, it's like you, you, you learn the hard way. Yeah, yeah. almost you learn every from time. experiences. Yeah. But that's kind of just how life is. A lot yeah. of the lessons you learn in life are because you've experienced something. Can you either mm. repeat the cycle or you try and learn from the mistake and you, mm. you choose a different route? Mm. It's so, so true. How do you think society has impacted how we view relationships? I know we're in an era of what social media and youtube everything to do with let's show people what i'm doing yeah. how do you think that's impacting do you think the younger generation i think it's or our own really a really unrealistic expectation yeah. Yeah. on what relationships will be like mm. especially for young people yeah. for myself personally i when, when i was young i my main goal in life was to be a housewife Mm. like that was what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and not because like I just wanted to be taking care of a man and sit home and do yeah. not because of that but because I generally love kids anyway so I yeah. wanted to be like a mother but also take care of my husband and that was my main goal That's my cute, main goal was, yeah. Yeah. obviously I, wanna, I still, still want that I still want that <laughs> I still want that. Don't get it twisted. But yes. that was like, I wouldn't mind if that was all I had yeah. to life. That was it. Yeah. Just my husband and my kids. And that was because I feel like I grew up watching so many films and just songs, especially I love early 2000 music, 90s yeah. music. And that music is really about love and like Almost all of that song. kind of stuff. <laughs> and even so nowadays true. with Instagram and mm. everyone's always, if you're in a relationship, it's like, you got to take these couple girls pictures yeah. You've got to be matching, you've got to do this and that, vacation, this and that. It. And it's just like, it's pressure. It's yeah. crazy pressure. Yeah. And it can make, I feel like, women especially feel like, let's say they're not good enough if they don't have that man there, mm. if they don't have, you know, someone that they're always talking to or different things and that this and that. And it, mm. it generally wasn't until 
I would say the past year or even the past few months because while we've been through this whole pandemic I've really really invested in myself and like I've just had to force myself to really look at my current situation in life and see where I wanted to go where I was mentally Mm. and it's just from experiencing all of that I've really grown a lot and I can say I generally don't strive for love now I'm starting to realize that love doesn't just come from a man it comes from your family it comes from your friends it comes from how you treat people and how they treat you back and stuff like that and I do feel like partly the reason I feel like it is social media but for some girls like me let's say yeah it it does stem from not having my father there because Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with that love from a man I've always kind of been searching for it in other places and other people and especially if those men are not necessarily treating you right as well and can be toxic. It's like, it doesn't really help and set a good foundation for how you feel about yourself. And especially coming from young, those are kind of um, mentalities that I wanted to get rid of and really learn who I was and what makes me unique, what makes me special. And yeah, that's when I feel like I definitely have have more love for myself and definitely more love to give people as well and it's good I'm glad that you feel like you've transitioned because again uh, these issues that we're speaking on a lot of people when they deal with it or not even deal with it should I say when they go through it it stops there yeah but it's always so encouraging and just positive to hear when someone's going through it and they're like yeah and then I decided to you know shift my mindset I've been able or to then overcome, yeah. do you know what I mean I decided to leave that place or I decided to just be done with that relationship and it's just getting people to the stage where it's like you can actually just let go and say do you know what I'm done with this yeah, yeah. I'm done feeling like this um and it's yeah it's 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 a journey but it's doable I feel like sometimes very when you hear doable. other people's stories very very doable definitely Um, How would you guys say society, going back to body image, how would you say society has impacted body image for you guys? Jasmine, I'll start with you. I know you guys did your Westfields pop-up. I wish I was there. It was lit. It was lit. (laughs) The music, Bashment, that's everything. Wind up your waistline, girl. (laughs) How do you feel like, I mean, obviously there's probably people coming up to you, maybe having a chat and speaking to you. How do you think the topic of body image is right now in society, in social media. What do you think? The I feel like is? it's a it's a big topic, um, mm. especially of recent, like a lot of women pushing this body positivity. Yeah. Like, yo, just come and own it. Like, yeah. and that's one thing, one of the phrases that I live by, I'm like, own it. Yeah. Like, although like I've been on, I'm still on my weight loss journey. I've lost a lot of weight. Duh, duh, duh. It's like, the bulge, whatever, the mum tum, own it. Like, yeah. you're not gonna look like everyone on social media. And more time, what we're seeing on social media is all edited, airbrushed, photoshopped, <laughs> and everything anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's like just you accepting your body, yeah, having that acceptance and embracing it and just owning it. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and just. Just being free and happy. And if you want to work on something like me, I want to work on my nyash, okay? Like, all the time I'm like, touching Naila's bum, I'm like, what? I need one of these. But it's like, I'm happy within my body. And it's like, I've accepted it. And if I want to change something, if I want to tone up my arms and get some nice definition, I'm (laughs) going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have the, you are entitled to, you know, 
this this body is our temple and if you want to mold something or you want to you know whatever you want to do run with it and just own it like yeah. i think society has definitely made it a little bit hard in particular like social media in terms of embracing your body especially for me i had to actually make the conscious effort to unfollow a lot of influencers and like yeah. you know the girls with the the surgery bodies mm. and this that kind of stuff because i felt like if every time i'm going on my timeline that's all i'm seeing and even that is an unrealistic body type because yeah. they've had it chopped and sliced yeah. and all of that Unnatural. to get what they look like yeah. so to feed my my mm. my mind and my eyes that all the time i go on instagram is like well of course i'm not going to feel good about myself because mentally i'm just it's, mentally it's powerful you got to be careful it. of what you consume on social yeah. media so it's like i had to actually start unfollowing influencers not because of anything they're doing wrong yeah. but just because i feel like for my own mental health and just yeah. positive positive um self esteem and self-love for myself I just yeah. had to just stop entertaining that kind of stuff because I feel like mm. I'd rather follow fitness people who yeah. are promoting yeah. workouts and motivational pages line and that that you, kind of stuff that yeah. is in line with my purpose and my vision rather than looking at that otherwise I am going to start to feel like you know what my body isn't too too great and I, I should them. work on this and I should get, get rid of that and this and that and I just thought I don't have time for that I don't yeah. want I don't think women should compare themselves to each other because yeah. everyone is different everyone has their own body type like Everyone's just so Literally. unique. So you yeah. can't look at someone else, especially in terms of the way people can perceive themselves on social media and it's based mm. off angles and getting good pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Even how they look might not even be the true reality of how they look, but they've yeah. just caught a good angle. But yeah. now I'm allowing that picture to make myself feel insecure about myself. And it's yeah. just like, when I started realizing that, I just said, nah, yeah. I've got to just stay focused yeah. on me and be happy for me and also make other people feel happy about themselves yeah. and you touched on a good point because i think sometimes when we're scrolling we're just like you know oh that's nice this is nice oh gosh that looks good but you don't realize your mind is You're processing every single in. image i can't tell you how Literally. many times i've gone on instagram and scrolling and all of a sudden i feel like i need like three new outfits five new <laughs> wigs i need like Listen. five new wigs i need to get my nails done i need to Mate. go here and do this and it's just like it you really are like yeah. soaking it soaking it yeah. all in even my plt basket constantly has things in it from yeah. me seeing okay I need to get yeah literally especially jacket. if they start I tagging need... the outfit he's like oh yeah <laughs> I need to do some shopping now yeah. and it's like nah. and you don't even realise it's like a constant cycle yeah. constant cycle but I was going to touch on you guys obviously have both gone through a type of weight journey yeah what sparks that for both of you Jasmine I'll start with you what sparked your because you said you're on a weight loss journey what was it that made you go right now I feel like I want to go on this journey do you know what it was? Yeah, mm. um, I think it was around around the similar season of when I started doing the whole affirmations and accepting myself as a beautiful woman. Yeah, um, I went through like I was in a relationship with, and when I broke up with him, I was just really like stressed. Like you know, sometimes sis, you just get there like just acting You're like just he really eat out, but this eat out boy. And then I lost fair weight, like. Wow. I was stressed over man. <laughs> and then I lost weight and I said, damn, you look good. <laughs> so I literally, it was, it was like, it was like accidental. <laughs> like, but then when I started, I started to become more conscious yeah. of the food that I was eating. Mm -hmm. 
And just like, because um, I used to eat really bad. Yeah, like I still have my little moments where I'm yeah. like, oh, give me the chocolate. <laughs> but it's like, I started then, um, yeah, just like I said, being more conscious and mindful yeah. of, of to what I'm putting into my body. Started drinking smoothies and juices and having salads and stuff like that. Mm. And it was like, do you know what? Like... I like the way that I look. I like that. I've never seen my body like this. I've always, from young, from a child, I was mm. chubby. A bit big, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And then, obviously, I had another baby, so my weight fluctuated. Yeah. And then just that constant journey and just, yeah. Mm. So you would say there's a few things that affected it, but in your mind, you knew anyway, right, I want to be on a journey of Yeah, and like and I said... Bettering. Even with like my leg and movement, so it was like, okay, there was the weight loss aspect, the flexibility, and even that like, for my children, like being a mother, like yeah. my two-year-old literally gets to her resistance bands and starts no. like doing <laughs> resistance bands. My eight-year-old is literally like, mommy, I want to go for a jog. I want to go on a trampoline. So for me as well, it's about sowing them positive seeds into my children as well. Definitely. Because if we look at, you know, statistics, even in just the UK, like over obesity and just the the health problems that can be related to yeah. certain things it's like if you're working out and you're you know just being that bit you know it's gonna mm. help you just balance out your lifestyle and just that health and even mentally mm. you know a, a lot of what we're putting into our bodies affects our brain health gut health gut health and brain health is All fully linked yeah. so yeah if we're being mindful and choosing to put goodness into us you know what I mean? It's an all round of getting that balance. So true. So, yeah. so true. I definitely agree with you. Um, mm. And I like the fact that you said, obviously, you've got daughters of your daughters yourself. Mm -hmm. So you know they're watching you this whole time. They watch here. me too much. You know, and they pick up little <laughs> things. And going back to you, Naila, yeah. you're working with young kids yeah. as well. So the things you instill from a young age can just completely yeah. change their journey as definitely. well. It's really, really important, I guess to just see ourselves as an example at all times, yeah. as some kind of leader at all times. Yeah. You know, our influence can just rock it and we don't even realise who we're influencing. Literally. Um, so it's really, really important. And it's powerful that you guys are doing what you do. You. Um, I guess I'd have to ask then, how do you feel as though, if someone's dealing with a lack of self-confidence and feeling like they don't really have much self-worth, what would be some of the things you would get them to start doing, I guess, in relation to trying to build that up? Um, um, I would say writing is good. Yeah. Writing your feelings is very important. It's like a healing process. Yeah. And you need to be aware of how you feel in the present so that mm. when you move forward, Preach. you can look back and you can say, wow, I really was in this space mentally and now yeah. I can't even relate. I don't even recognise that person anymore. Yeah. So writing um, videos, like just taking certain stuff, even pictures, if you're trying to um, take care of your body more, lose weight, gain weight, turn up, whatever, mm. take pictures because all of this is like little reminders mm. of how far you will go yeah. and it's just a way to look back and be like wow okay I really yeah. came that far mm. so definitely writing I'd also say for me mm. picking up a hobby find something you love to do find something that brings you happiness mm -hmm. something that you can do for enjoyment for yeah. me this year especially it's been dancing because as I said I used to go to dance school yeah so um 
being able to just dance around in my room and even incorporate yes. fitness with dance has been yeah. like mind blowing for me. <laughs> and the fact that people are actually interested, I'm like, listen, this is lit because yeah. like I be doing my workouts and I just be breaking out dancing, yeah. and it's not even intentional, but <laughs> that's burning calories. Like yeah. dancing <laughs> is fitness. You're moving. You're active. Anything that keeps you moving burns like calories and yeah. will help you towards your fitness goals so finding a hobby whether that's swimming dancing mm. cycling i've taken up cycling yeah, again yeah. um writing singing anything that yeah. you just do that will make you feel good and express mm. yourself i feel like people have so much inside of them but because they don't explore mm -hmm. those things inside of them they don't even know their potential yeah. they don't know and i feel like again this is not what schools teach us it's kind of like we're just told to focus on one thing find mm. your career path focus mm. on that do what you and then just get there and then yeah. repeat 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 and it's like no you can do so many things in this world there's yeah. so many opportunities yeah. and just take the time to know who you are and explore them and f and see where it can really take you. Because mm -hmm. as I said, doing this fitness thing for me, I didn't wake up like I want to be a personal trainer. That was never the goal. That was never mm -hmm. what it was. But as I kept going on the journey and I generally loved how it made me feel inside and outside, it was like, all right, cool. I'm going to actually do this because I want other women and other people, but in particularly women, I want mm. other women to feel this feeling, to know the mental strength that comes with fitness and mm. being able to set yourself goals and actually achieve them. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I would agree with you. And yourself, what would you say, Jasmine, in regards to someone dealing with lack of self-worth? Lack of self. I'm going to come on a different type of approach now, like completely flip it, yeah? Mm. Um, I would say just we touched on it a little bit but yeah i want to touch on it again the people that you're around yeah mm -hmm. because you can do all this investment into yourself you can water yourself you can really take that time out to put time into yourself get to know yourself all of that but if you are still connected to you know people that um you know aren't really rooting for you don't want to see you excel on your journey yeah. don't actually have the right intentions for you yeah and truly love you and want to see you do well it can keep you very stagnant so in your confidence journey in your self-love journey in your fueling yourself look and see who's really around you yeah. and just open your eyes and i always say like i pray for discernment and wisdom yeah, yeah, because the people Save that I'm around, <laughs> yeah, you have to, it needs to be alignment because I've seen it even in my life yeah. that yeah. I'm trying to excel, but there's people that you're not actually meant to be in the next season of my yeah. life. Mm. So you've got to be very, look at the times and the season, look where you're at and um, write stuff down, literally write out your vision, write out how you're feeling, like what Naila said. vision board as yeah, well. Yeah, do your it. vision board, write it yeah. because from you write it, yeah, there's certain things that I've written and it may not even manifest for three years. I may not even see this certain for three years. Mm. But I've written it down and mm. I believe that whatever I've written there is going to happen in the yeah. right season. Yeah. So, yeah, just be mindful. Look around, see who's around you, who's yeah. fueling you and who's keeping you stagnant and then distance yourself from the stagnant. Yeah. I definitely had yeah. to do that. I yeah. feel like when I wanted to really grow and I decided that, you know what? I'm tired of being in this place. I really want to excel and just mm. go forth in life. Yeah. I generally had to look at the people that I was surrounded with yeah. and just think, are you helping me grow? Are you mm. watering me? Or are you kind of 
delaying my success a little bit. Mm. So elevation. It's definitely requires. important to be yeah. to have people that are aligned with you as well. This is it. Hundred yeah. percent agree with you guys. Guys, this has been great. <laughs> I think the only last question I could ask you is what's next? Cause you know, we're all watching your social media now. <laughs> we need to know what's coming next. Is there anything that we'll be looking out for individually, together? What's going on? Um individually I'm going to be doing my own dance classes i really want to push no like bringing women together to kind of do fit things so yeah. i want to even start organizing sports days and just um dance okay. classes boot camps Wicked. all of that stuff that is really to empower women and also encourage take care of yourself That's invest it. in your fitness and just make sure you're healthy make sure mm. you keep healthy and fit so that I'm if you keep an eye out it. on my social medias <laughs> at Naila Riley you will see all of that coming definitely more content more fitness content as well mm. also more in the entertainment side as well because I have a lit personality we know. I have a lit <laughs> yes. personality but I feel like I don't show it enough in yeah. terms of all my social medias so yeah. I'm pushing to really let the world know who Naila Riley is by the mm. end of 2021 mm -hmm. if you don't know you're gonna know. Come You're on. Gonna know. <laughs> Come on. I'm looking forward to that. Thank what you. about you, Jazz? What are you doing? Yeah, so um I'm currently working on um my community interest company. Wicked. So I'm gonna be launching a new project called the Glow Project. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> yes, hashtag because we are created to grow and glow. Come grow on. So glowing, this yes. is a project that I'm gonna be facilitating in yeah. um the community around London. Literally just offering holistic um, therapy for like adults and vulnerable people who have been through domestic abuse. I'm going to be doing self self love and confidence building classes, workshops with people. This is what we need. And, um, man. We do. We do need yeah. more. Of that. And then this is what we need. just as a collective as well, we yeah. want to just keep building um the bars our profiles yeah. we've yeah. got stuff in store we've but you know we're, we're building things, silence yeah. <laughs> silence <laughs> we have to keep it harsh i don't blame you go for it we're, we're all wasting anyway <laughs> but so. just know when you see me and jasmine together know that we're definitely here for just we're, we're bringing the good vibes <laughs> the good yes. energy the positivity yes women empowerment organically as well yes organic this is yes. it you know this is it thank you guys man thank Honestly, you for having us i have enjoyed this conversation so so it's refreshing. It's nice <laughs> to have conversations of substance. Mm -hmm. It's it. nice to have that. This so. is it. It's yeah. Honestly, anyone who's watching this, it has been full of gems. Um, <laughs> I've learned so much. Yeah. Well, one about you guys, but just in general about life mm -hmm. and just exploring the journeys that people go through can yeah. have a massive impact on how you then view your life. Yeah. So it's been really, really fulfilling for me to just be part of the conversation. Aww. And again, that's why we wanted you on the podcast. So <laughs> I'm so, you. so happy. Um, those of you that are watching, I hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Um, I've been your host, Renee, another yes. I Am Beautiful Talks. And we have been with Naila Riley and Jasmine, the butterfly. Hey. Um, so yeah, stay <laughs> tuned, guys. And thank you again, everyone, for watching. Thank you. Thank you.